We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 65. Year 3 has just turned to this week. Today we're going to talk about me uh, playing in my private home game. We're going to talk about the upcoming battle between Phil and Daniel. Uh, we're going to talk, take phone calls. We're going to talk about whatever y'all want. Uh, I'm half asleep. The mouthpiece is now. What up? What up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Today is officially the start of year three of the mouthpiece. Uh... We've uh, done 65 episodes. Uh, it's about, let's see, how many is that? Well, we skipped a few weeks, but we, we've gotten most of the weeks in here in the last two years. Yeah, we've done more of considering the part one and part twos. All right. So um, let's see what's been going on. Uh, nothing much this week. Uh, I've been de- dealing with debilitating fucking pain again. Uh, you know, I know everybody calls in and asks how I'm doing or whatever. And most of the time it's, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. But I'm going to say about a month ago, uh, I was struggling with a lot of intercostal pains, uh, uh, which I really hadn't had much of since I got the stimulator put in. And, uh, I've took, um, just took a steroid pack this week. Um, and then I also, um, I also been trying to watch what I eat. Uh, I try and drink a little bit more water. Uh, but uh, man, can we put the air on in here, man? It's hot. Go, go, go! Turn, turn from heat to air, man. So, anyways, uh, and the weather hasn't been good either. I mean, it went from like eighty degrees down to forty and snowing. Literally, you guys, it was snowing here two days ago in the morning. Um, and so then, uh, it's, uh, and now it's back to 80 again. And so when the weather changes like this, I'm always in fucking terrible pain. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm trying to deal through it. Um, I was moving a lot. I was getting out a lot. I was getting things done a lot. (laughs) Excuse me. And, um, then I, uh, I just haven't done much here. Uh, I was supposed to have Phil on Daniel possibly on this week. Um, and uh, they canceled uh, their their um, their match. Are you crazy, Phil? Yeah. And um, till March 31st. So uh, I've uh, next week uh, I'm going to have James Campbell on. Uh, he is truly one of the best poker players, no limit holding players in the world, win today. So he'll be on next week to take questions for everybody, talk about what's going on in the poker world. Uh, and then um, the following week, I'm going to have Phil on right before his match against Daniel. So uh, that got postponed because somebody in the inner circle of PokerGo got covid so I don't know who that person is. Uh, I wasn't told because for private reasons. Uh, but uh, that's what happened there. And uh, this is why uh, they're, uh, 
match has been postponed for a couple of weeks. Uh, let's see. Uh, I played uh, in a uh, Phil game last week. Uh, I won a little bit. Uh, I um, Well, it was a tough week. I was stuck most of the week. Got stuck 23,000 first day. Got even the second day. Lost 10 the next day. Won 7,500 the next day. And then with like an hour to go on the week, um, I was playing and grinding a terrible game. It was one of the worst games we've had. And uh, somebody came, sat down at the 11th hour and I played a big pot with Jacks versus Aces. I won that and I ended up uh, with a pretty big win for the week. Uh, I mean, not a big win, but pretty good. But... Uh, my boy Phil said that uh, I'm kicked back out for winning too much, uh, even though I only won. Didn't I won a, like two buy-ins on the last day, so uh, three, maybe three. Uh, but that was a good week. Uh, I didn't play my best. I struggled all week, uh, but I uh, ended up pulling out a win. Uh, this week we've just been playing in our home game. Uh, there is a tournament tonight. I want to let make everybody let everybody know uh, if you want to play a hundred dollar no rake tournament in my private home game, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. That's mouthpoker at yahoo.com, and uh, you can uh, you can play in my private home game tournament tonight. We usually get about between twenty and thirty people. Uh, it's a fun little get together. I then I will then um, uh, zoom. We're gonna zoom with all my players during the tournament and after. So uh, that will um, we do that and we have a lot of fun every Saturday night, seven p Sunday night at seven p.m. It uh, it lasts between an hour and a half and three hours, depending depending how long. Um, Everybody who survives, how many we get, uh, but we have a lot of fun. So, uh, $100 rake-free tournament tonight uh, in my private home game. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com, mouthpoker at yahoo.com. And if you want to play in the cash games, we've been really uh, picking up lately. We had... Uh, a 2-4 no limit and a 1-2 PLO last night. Night before we had a 1-2 PLO, 1-2 no limit, and a 2-4 no limit. So um, depending on what your stakes you're looking to play, uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com and get yourself signed up for my private home game. Uh, so I've been playing in that most of the week. I think uh, I've been up and down. I might be up like 400. Uh, I think I am. I was up a lot more till uh, the flop came ace, ace, deuce in PLO. And uh, one of my players decided he was going to four bet jam me on the flop with the four, four, five king and hit a four on the turn. And I had ace, king, queen, six. That was an $800 pot. So I lost. Uh, but yeah, that's how good our games are. In our in my home game, we got people four betting the four four five king and PLO on the ace ace deuce board. Uh, so um, 
for all you out there that haven't joined my home team yet. There's what you get when you play in my game. We don't have no pros. We only have recreational players. And we have a lot of fun. So uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com if you want to join my home game. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, been a kind of boring week. Uh, let's see. Basketball. was the all-star weekend last weekend. So um, there wasn't much to talk about. Uh, this week, basketball started back on Thursday. Uh, I actually bet one basketball game this week. And uh, I've now made six basketball bets on the entire season. And my record is 6-0. and So even though I'm the worst sports better in history and I don't bet anymore, I do find look to find a game here or there that seems right to me. And I pretty much follow like three teams that I do this with. Uh, I do it with the Lakers. I do it with the Warriors. And um, I do it with Portland. Uh, the late West Coast teams, uh, since they're the ones that I'm kind of watching. Uh, and so somehow, some way, I've uh, and I've picked them with the Suns like once, I think it was. Uh, but I look for something that looks kind of right. And uh, this one was a kind of miracle. I had the Lakers minus five and a half on Thursday. They were down by 13 to Indiana with nine minutes to go. They went on a 22 to four run. Then they were up three, and Indiana had the ball with nine seconds. Indiana calls a timeout just to throw the ball in to the Lakers, in which I got fouled, made two free throws, and they missed at the end. Uh, never really got a shot off, and somehow I won by a half a point to make my NBA record 6-0. and I had the wrong side of that game, but, you know, um, it's uh, I, people are asking, well, what do I bet or whatever, but no, I bet like 500 bucks. Uh, and I'm made one six out of six this year. So, uh, no, I'm not betting sports anymore. But I do, you know, if I want to just watch something, I feel it's right. I I just go with it. Um, let's see what else is going. Uh, what's going on? How's it going, everybody? Uh, been watching the Vegas Golden Knights game every night. Uh, yeah, they just swept the Blues. Uh. You know, I was talking about like betting. I almost bet in game three of the road trip against the Knights, uh, Minnesota. They ended up losing two to Minnesota after starting the, the trip off two and zero. Uh, and I would have, I didn't bet that one, but I almost did. Uh, again, that was just kind of an instinctive play, but I didn't bet it. So, like I said, I've uh, bet. Let's see one hockey game this year the whole season and six NBA games and I'm a total of 7 and 0. Now uh I've always said back in the days when I was a 6-6 sports better if I could just pick and choose a game and never be never play to win or just play to just find a spot I'd be great. And uh I found seven spots this year and I'm 7 and 0. So I know you'll probably all be wondering, like, well, what's your next bet, Mike? Well, I, I don't look to make bets. I uh, I kind of look at the schedule. Uh, I see if the team's played the night before. It seems like this year these teams on a back-to-back playing the same teams, the team that loses game one, uh, 
if they're big favorites or big underdogs, they cover game two. And if they're real close, like three between two two to six point favorites, and then they're in back to back, it just seems like uh, I, I look for the team uh, that lost in the back to back and book uh, and been doing well. Uh, like there was Memphis Clippers about two weeks ago. Uh, Clippers got beat by 30 by Memphis, and then I took the Clippers the next day, and they won by 30. So it's just I kind of looking like I, I kind of look at these West Coast teams on back to backs, uh, and when they lose the first game, or if I think that they're going to win the first game, you know, I, I'll go with them. But it's always been teams on a back to back on the schedule, so it's kind of what I'm kind of looking for when I when I kind of bet on them things. So. Uh, yeah, so seven and zero on the season. Uh, one hockey game, six NBA games. Uh, you know that's uh, people on you know that are listening out there say, "Oh, what do you mean you quit betting, Mike?" Well, no, I mean I used to bet like seven games a day for ten thousand a day. Now I'm betting uh, seven games on the whole season for five hundred. So I'm just when I do, I just do it for fun. Uh, you know, and I kind of enjoy it. So that's kind of what I've been doing today. Uh, let's see what else. Since I'm on here right now, and you guys are probably fucking saying, oh, you got something for me today. I haven't even looked at the schedule today. But since you guys are listening and you guys are on, the Warriors are up seven. Wow. I kind of like them today. They were on a four-game losing streak going home. Uh, but Utah's been good. So uh, I didn't pass Let's see. Miami, Miami's won a million in a row. They're playing great. Houston's lost a million in a row. They're playing like shit. Um, yeah, nah, I don't see anything I really like here. Maybe Miami, but I mean, uh, I'd probably pass on that. Boston's probably about 15 over Houston, so no interest, so. Yeah, so I don't really look for games to bet. I mean, I do, but I I don't only if I'm like sitting home and and I'm looking at the I go over the schedule. Let's say about four o'clock at night, and I pick up something. So when I'm not playing in my home game, uh, or I'm not playing in Phil's game, uh, I kind of just look over the schedule and I find something to bet. But um, haven't watched any of these uh, college games at all. Uh, whatsoever so uh, I don't even know who's playing uh, so I just have no idea there so uh, that's what's going on with that and let's see what else is going on uh, our new president gave a fucking horrifying speech on Thursday I know people that are not fans or our fans of Biden will say, whoa, what was wrong with that? It was such a good speech. No, it was fucking all lies and bullshit. You know, you know, again, trying to make the Trump administration look bad when without the Trump administration, they wouldn't have had Operation Warp Speed to get all the vaccines out. Instead, this fucking old piece of shit who won't even give a press conference uh, wants to tell everybody how he saved the world from coronavirus. So uh, just a bunch of bullshit. You know, I, I'm a very open person. I'm willing to give a guy a chance, listen to what, what, everything he says is bullshit. So, and they politicize everything. 
and everything's just to make politicization of the one other's party and it's just we have a corrupt media that everything they say is a lie and uh, so I uh, I've stayed away from politics uh, I made a few tweets where I put out where I, I told everybody what my feelings are um, when it comes to that uh, and uh, you know that's one thing I don't miss about Trump you know uh, He's in office. Politics becomes like central to your life every day. And it's just not healthy. It's just uh, not good. So, uh, yeah, I miss his 3.15 a.m. fucking tweets from the shitter. But as president, I really don't miss him. So, whatever. Anyways, uh, let's see. So, I don't... I'm just looking at the schedule here. I don't don't see anything we like. So, uh, let's... uh, what do you think we do? We open up the phone lines here, take some calls. And, uh, you know, like I said, next week I'm going to have James Carroll on. The week after I'm going to have Helmuth on. Uh, maybe Daniel will drop in for five minutes to make fun of him also. Uh, let's see. There's uh, uh, I got uh, three or four good ones scheduled. Oh, I've uh, been uh, talking with the people who run the World Series of Poker. And... Uh, it looks like there will not be a World Series of Poker on June 1st. Uh, so the people who took August 21st, they're a little bit late. From what I'm reading and what I was told yesterday, it looks like the World Series is going to happen uh, end of September, 1st of August. So right when the kids go back to school, which will be good for a lot of people that normally you know, can't get away because their kids are out of school for the summer and they like to spend time with their kids. Uh, so it looks like uh, late September, early August for a full schedule of the World Series of Poker. You mean, well, so. August comes before September. Uh, yeah, I'm end, sorry. End of August? I meant uh, 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 end of August versus September. That's what I meant. So the people who are saying uh, after August 21st, uh, it looks like they're going to be right. It looks like uh, uh, August, September, uh, World Series of Poker, end of August, September. So, uh, you know, that's uh, just what I was uh, somewhat told by um, uh, people that run it yesterday. Um, am I going to bet on the Helmuth Daniel match? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, you know, I do a lot of my bets, betting by feel. And uh, I, uh, it, you know, the last bet when I bet on Daniel against Doug, that wasn't feel. That was Daniel telling me, Mike, I've put in the work. I cannot lose to this guy. Bet more. Bet more. Bet more. And uh, I bet ten thousand at four and a half to one, another two thousand at ten to one, and another thousand at seven to one, and I lost thirteen thousand. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, now, um, you know, um, you know, Mike's uh, too dumb to be a scammer. Tell him, tell him, Daniel, scammer. Look, I know, I don't know how to scam. Uh, so you know, um. I think um, that, uh, I, I mean, 
I was smoking a little pot about five days ago at night because that's what I do when I go to sleep. Um, but I'm uh, I'm actually going to, because what happened was I was in a lot of pain when I quit smoking pot about two months ago. So what I'm going to do is, uh, since I'm in lots of pain now, is I'm going to try and go, uh, last time I quit for 31 days. And again, I don't smoke pot. I just smoke pot at night to go to sleep. I take like two hits. Uh, but uh, it seems like it's uh, not helping with me. My pain right now, my pain level has been like fucking crap. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to uh, figure out. Uh, I mean, it's not like I, I like getting high. I mean, I just, I don't. So, uh, you yeah, are fake news. I think, uh, shut up, Trump. And, uh, and I, so I think, uh, I'm just going to smoke, stop smoking pot. I'm going to go for the next month. That's what I'm going to do. Let's see. What's today? The 14th. All right. So until April 14th, 15th, starting today, I'm going to pledge to not smoke pot for the next month. Uh, even though I only smoke like two hits a day at nighttime. Uh, it seems like something that uh, I did st- when I stopped for that month boy my brain seemed so much better I wasn't like I was only like 80% brain dead instead of 100 so uh, I kind of like that but I was also in a lot of pain but if I'm going to be in pain anyways uh, I might as well quit smoking pot so uh, I kind of used it as a crutch to start smoking pot again uh, but um uh, since I'm in pain anyways, uh, whatever it is what it is, man. Just got to deal with it. Did you turn the fucking air on in here? It's fucking hot. Didn't turn it down. Did you turn the one over here? I didn't know that. <laughs> Get that. The one over here controls this up here. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's that side of the house, fucker. Turn to the left. Go around the corner. Put that on air condition at 72. All right, so um, we're going to wait for his ass to come back. Uh, but anyway, going back to what I was saying, like, uh, so when I, when I did uh, smoke pot, um, I, uh, I was trying to figure out, you know how anybody who smokes pot knows they can see outside the box a little bit, but every time I started thinking about who was going to win the Daniel-Phil match, it kept coming back up Phil. Even though it just did, it just did. It just kept up coming back up Phil. Um, I uh, I'm good at no limit holdem. I, I I just think that the lack of respect for Phil Hummuth is really bad. I mean, yes, he does a lot of unconventional things. Yes, if he fixed a lot of leaks in his game, he'd be even better. But you know, he's he he does unconventional shit because that's what he does, and um, he's good at you know he you know all he does is win it's not like uh you know i disagree with daniel talking about how he does nothing high rollers i mean he'd have won the 100k like five years ago if he didn't decide to just do something really stupid when with duhamel and then uh you know he had a chance in the million he's had plenty of chance uh no i've never been addicted to pain pills so um uh I just uh, take what I need to take every day, which is like three a day. Uh, never take more ever. So, uh, you know, uh, 
Can we block? Let's block this guy. Let's do that guy. Yeah, have a nice fucking day. Merry Christmas. We don't need bullshit, you know. Don't need people like that. So, um, anyways, uh, let's uh, let's get some uh, phone calls. Uh, we got a lot of people on today. Uh, it's a start. Let's see what everybody's doing on a Saturday. And um, let's do it. Sunday. It's a the Sunday. Most peace. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. 702-329-0480 Give us a call Let me know what you want to talk about Uh, You know, Sunday afternoon uh, Another weekend's gone by Uh, Seems like since the pandemic started These weeks go by like days So every week to me is a day so, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on? Hey, Mike. It's Sam from Myrtle Beach. How you doing, man? What's up, Sam? How are you doing, buddy? Good, good. Wanted to check with you on something. I saw a replay of you playing a tournament. You went back and gave Gavin Smith a high five, and this was obviously like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of you fans, your fans and guys that watch you don't know, some of these poker players have passed away. I mean, they don't even know that. This guy, I know he passed. Yeah, and uh, we just lost Mike Sexton. I mean, can you tell a couple more people that I we mean, don't know about? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, there's like uh, Devilfish died three years ago. Uh, we we had who? Eskimo. Oh, Eskimo died. Uh, we had uh, uh, my good friend from um, Norway uh, die. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, he was sick for a while. Uh, he was sick for like six years. Um, I had, uh, I mean, a lot of people that people don't know about, you know, from my uh, age of poker, uh, I passed away. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's like anything else in the world. Uh, you know, it just, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, we've lost a lot of people and um, a lot of really good people in the poker world. But it seems like the poker world's in a good place right now. So, uh, you know, we'll see, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because when you watch, watch your replays and all, people don't know how old these things are. I saw you and Ivy and Gus and all these guys in Switzerland or somewhere. You're playing like a 100K minimum of buy-in cash game. Yeah. And it looks like you're smoking these guys. But we're talking about like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And a lot of stuff changes. Yeah. And so, so. Uh, you know, I was playing a lot up until uh, kind of till my injury in 2014. Uh, even uh, after Black Friday, I played uh, in 2011, 2012, 2013 down in San Diego until that club got until I got sick and then they closed the, the club down there. Uh, so, uh, you know, even after and it's been like really tough ever since my injury. It's tough for me to travel. Uh, I have to deal with this fucking pain every day. And I thought that when I got well, when I got my stimulator put in, I. I pretty much did really well the last two years, and I was able to have my life back. But all of a sudden, the last month has just been really tough on me. But the weather's been shitty, so um, 
you know, it's kind of tough for me to travel, but we'll see. I'm uh, looking into buying a scooter um, and uh, put it in, attaching it to my car and uh, just uh, not walking anymore. Because whenever I walk, I'm in a lot of pain. Uh, normally when I just sit home, I'm not in pain. Uh, but lately it's, I don't, I don't know what's going on. They're trying to figure it out. So whatever is what it is. Well, man, you hang in there, and uh, you know I hope it gets better. I'm going to play the World Series, so maybe I'll see you there. I saw you a couple of years ago. You were scooting down the hall with the Rio, doing your thing. So uh, yeah, uh, I hope it gets better, man. I'll, I'll probably see you whenever it is. You said it's like August, September this year, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's going to be uh, August and September. So uh, that's uh, that's what I was told yesterday, at least. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, it sounds okay, about well, right. I don't. I don't think the coronavirus shit will be here by the end. By the end of May, so uh, that gives uh, June, July. It gives two and a half months. They just don't want to schedule it, and uh, they want to be able to have a full uh, World Series of Poker. They don't want to have it where only half the people are flying in, and they want to have two hundred thousand people down there every day. So, you know, that's just what uh, what's going on. Yeah, Thor Hansen is the other one who passed away. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, and yeah, Sam, and yeah. Sam Grizzle passed yeah. away too. I forgot about Sam. So uh, yeah, yeah. so it's been uh, yeah we've lost a lot of people here in the last four or five years. Um, uh, I was at Sam's funeral that was on election day. Uh, so you know it's been almost four months for him. It seems like yesterday. So you know yeah whatever. yeah he was a, he was a funny guy man. You see him, you see, you Sam, see him a lot. I mean. He, Bill and all kinds of stuff, man. He just came out with, but he was funny. He was the, the mouth yeah. before you were. Yeah. No, right. uh, I, 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 I think that uh, you know Sam was. Uh, he was a funny guy. You know, he had his own problems like everybody else, but uh, you know, is what it is. You know. Yeah, yeah. But are you going to get a vaccination before you go out in public with like? 10,000 players and all that stuff? Are you going to get that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm debating on getting a vaccine next week. Um, I've uh, been looking into it, and uh, yeah. You know, the only thing is my body, it breaks down real easily, and, you know, I got to be, when I, I mean, whenever I put anything in my body, I have reactions and stuff. So, you know, I took a, a, a flu vaccination about 10 years ago. It was the only time I ever had the flu. I mean, you can't make this up. I never get the flu. I don't know. They're like, oh, it's really bad this year. I guess that was when during the height of the swine flu. So, yeah, so that was 2010. So um, I decided to get the flu vaccination, and, man, I was sick. So, I mean, I have enough problems with the pain that I'm in every day from these fucking ridiculous spinal cord injury that I'm stuck with for life. But... Um, you know, uh, I don't. I don't need to get more sick taking a vaccine, but you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, well, live poker. I mean, you're you're like the best at PLO, right? Aren't you PLO eight or better specialist? And that's your real yeah, yeah. real game that you really yeah. Any any okay. any Omaha eight any split game, I'm really really good at. Yeah. Uh, I might, yeah, that's a bra- you got a bracelet in that, right? I've got one, and I got. I'm the only guy in the world that's ever won the Stud Eight Championship and the Omaha Eight Championship. So yeah, I got two, that's what I thought, one in yeah. each. So, uh, and I've had a chance to 
win it three or four more other times. I've finished in the top four at least five other times. So I, I think I've, uh, and you could you could go check, but I would say um, in the last uh, twenty years, I have made the final table of the ten k Omaha eight ten between eight and ten times. So, uh, right. and that goes to show you, uh, like it, what it used to be a no limit hold'em, uh, where the best players were always at all the final tables because nobody really knew how to play. Uh, and if you always, if you look at the Omaha eight final tables, it's even with three tables to go, it's all the same people, you know, who the best players are. And so, uh, you know, yeah, once in a while, some stranger gets in there, but you know, uh, when you could say you've made the final table of a 10K tournament in the last 20 years, uh, half the time or eight out of 20, um, I'm, I mean, it's between eight and 10. I, I, I know that for sure. So uh, it goes to show you where the skill level, where that the best players, which used to get there all the time and no limit hold them, they're always there in the split games. And uh, until people figure them out, uh, and learn know what they're doing. Uh, it'll always be that way. So, uh, that's it. so in other words, you've got to play those tournaments. I mean, those are your tournaments. You yes. kind of own them. Yes. So you've got to be there. So you got to get vaccinated and be there. Yeah. I mean, one year I I, I do a um, a uh, charity tournament for uh, cancer for for prostate cancer at the uh, strip club every year, the Sapphire, for friends that own it and. Um, and uh, a lot of times I, I tell them, do not schedule it the day of the 10K Omaha 8. And then, but they, they ended up twice scheduling it. And I had to go in and, and I had to stay there for like half the time and then late reg. And, and then I ended up going out really quick. I was a little bit disappointed. So those were like, so at least two of those years, I kind of gave my chips away. I wasn't happy about it. But, you know, I'm, I like to give, do the charity tournament every year. So you know, uh, for them. So it is what it is. All right. I got to go, my man. Thanks for calling and uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Okay. You too. Thanks, Mike. Right. Peace. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, I can't complain, you know, life's well, been good, but man, the pain sucked. I'm trying to get it out of my head. Have a nice day. Mikey. What up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hey, got a couple of questions for you. Sure. Who's this? You should bet on Daniel. Who, who, who's okay. this? Who's this? This is uh, C-Minx. Okay. Where are you from? Uh, no, Omaha. Okay. And why should I bet on Daniel? I bet on Daniel. He lost me 13000 I think the thing about it is I think Daniel's going to be pretty sharp. Yeah. Considering his his, uh, play with Doug. And I know he got pretty much smoked in that, but he, he... yeah, even he, Doug he, Polk said he played at a high level. At he, the end, he, he, so, really you know, you know he, he really didn't. He really didn't get smoked. Okay, you take let's take away uh, the last eight hundred thousand he lost because he was stuck four eighty six with eight thousand hands to go. 
Um, he felt like he needed to make a move. Uh, and he let himself get down like 726. So with 6,000 amps to go. And the rest was kind of history. So, uh, you know, yeah, he lost 1.2. But uh, the match was a lot closer. Like, even when he was down 726 with 6,000 hands to go, all in EV favored Doug by 328K. Now, if you flip that all in EV to 328,000 in Daniel's favor, you're talking with 6,000 hands to go of Doug being up one one buy-in. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, and if, it's, if that's flipped and he's down one buy-in, now everything has changed. With six, you know what I'm saying? Instead of Daniel being down so yeah. much where he's got to press the action, consistently three-bet dog shit to inflate the size of the pots to try and win the challenge, uh, he ends up where Doug hands him an extra 500 grand. Uh, so, I, I just think, yeah, I just think Daniel's just going to be so much sharper. I know that. Yeah, that, but uh, it's not. You have, you, this is where you don't understand. It's not a fucking 25k high stakes few cash game format. Right. It's a tournament right. format. That's true. Phil is a fucking phenomenal tournament poker player. Okay? So Phil, maybe Daniel wins 70% of the hands in the first hour of the match and then the blinds are going to go up and Phil's going to also when the blinds triple up, all of a sudden Phil's down like 20 big blinds. You see what I'm trying to say? Then he makes a couple maneuvers and and he's got the lead. So you're you're talking about a guy who senses weakness better than anybody in poker. Um, He's going to jump on Daniel when he senses weakness and he's going to compete. To think that Daniel's a $1.78 favorite is, is just insane, okay? You're talking about a guy that just beats everybody in his path Okay, head up. I mean, he smashed Doug. How, how he smashed him in in three two matches. Okay, just smashed him, and you know Daniel smashed Doug or Doug smashed Daniel. So uh, everybody he smashed yeah, Antonio. Different, different, for, different format. No, it's the same I mean, format. He's the same format. He smashed Doug in at Poker Night in America. It's the same format he's playing Helmut. You know, but Daniel and Doug is a different format because that's cash. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is is this format favors Phil, okay? Phil is, whether you like his leaks that he has, you know, people don't like it, but they, if you see the good things that he does... Uh, that makes up for that, and that you're talking about a match where maybe Daniel's a dollar twenty-five in the format they're setting up, and you're uh, you got to lay a dollar seventy-eight, you get a plus, you get plus a dollar fifty with Phil, uh, um, and and the guy just I know Daniel has gone over Phil's tapes a million times, uh, and and not doing opposite of what. Uh, you know, Antonio did, and he's going to be prepared. And like Daniel said to me, he goes, he's like, well, he goes, Phil played, or Antonio played Daniel like shit. He goes, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play great. And I know he is. And uh, and that's why he's probably a small favorite. But to think that he's a dollar seventy-eight over Phil Helmuth in a tournament format of No Limit Hold'em, uh, it's just the factually just you know i mean that's like saying i, I, I know that, you're yeah i know you're real close with i know you're real close with phil i'm you close know, with I, both of them you know 
I mean, I talked yeah, to Daniel yeah, I mean, three days. Uh, I mean, only because I play in his game and we talk every night. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just as close with Daniel. I talked to Daniel like twice last week, once this week. I, I mean, maybe I t- maybe I talked twice as much with Phil, but but that's only because I play in his game. But uh, no, I mean, Daniel Daniel thinks like every other high stakes pro thinks that Phil's not very good uh, because they see his flaws. But they don't see the good things he does. So um, I think he's. Uh, I think Phil's hilarious. I, I mean, it, it, listen. The way it's you got to remember, this is uh, the money is bet on the first match. So uh, you know, not, is, listen. Do you, I think Daniel's going to lose three straight to Phil like Antonio did? No, I don't. Not, but he could. Mm-hmm. But in the in the in the tournament, you know. In, in the way it's set up, I just don't think Daniel's a dollar seventy eight favorite. If you'd have told me I could bet dollar twenty three or dollar twenty four on Daniel, I'd probably bet on Daniel. But if you want, there's just too much. Va- there, there's no way you can lay a dollar seventy eight because you're just not. He's Let me change not, the question for a second. Do you, who do you think? Say this match goes to three matches. Who do you think is going to come up two to two to one? Mm, I mean, probably. Listen. It's tough to beat anybody three in a row. I mean, it's just like any other, you know, you watch a team that wins the first two. Yeah, but who's going who, to win two to one? Who's going to win two matches if uh, it goes to three? Which it probably will. I'm going to – I mean, I, I don't know. It's like Doyle says, keep betting against Phil Helmuth and you'll go broke, you know. He just bets yeah. – yeah. he lets people take ten, 10 players against Phil every year to win a bracelet, and every year it's – you know, he's always winning the money. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, me and Phil are outdated from today's poker. Really? Um, let's see. Uh, last year on the online tournaments, I played 24, cash 12, and finished in the top 10 three times. Phil made oh, two final tables. Phil made two final tables, played about the same amount, and cashed eight of them. But uh, I love the people that think that that me or Phil are outdated and we can't win anymore. Uh, in the last 54 WSOP events, I've cashed 23 and final tabled eight. Uh, so uh, for the people who think I can't play anymore, uh, go find me anybody in the poker world that has got those stats over the last two years. So um, I love how people are. Like you going to play on high stakes? Are you going to play on that high stakes? I didn't play on the high stakes only because I didn't like the lineups. Um, I didn't want, listen, I put myself in position now where um, I've got almost everybody paid back. Uh, I owe very little money. I'm doing really good. And I didn't find any reason to play in a tough lineup just to be on TV. Uh, So I, I passed on it. I played. Uh, was, poker. That, was that that Ralph Perry's kid playing in that game? Yes, that it is. He's, a, he's he's God, he's he's a fucking douchebag. He? He's got a lot of who Ralph or his kid his kid his kid. I mean, I mean, I mean, he takes probably takes after his dad. I don't know. I mean, I like Ralph. Someone needs to smash the shit out of him. I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a. Punch him about what's amazing times. about Sean Perry is, like Ralph is not the. I mean, yeah, Ralph could gamble with the best of them, but he's always been a guy who picks his spots, um, and he he has gambled, but but he don't have like like Ralph always always took the ninth seat in a great game. Sean just plays anybody 
two, three-handed, eight-handed. He'll play as high as he can play, you know. So, uh, you know, if you want to do that, fine. I don't – I mean, I used to do the same. I challenged everybody head up, three-handed. I played everybody. I didn't – I didn't. you know, that's just what I did. But nowadays, it's just like I – there's a lot more to – listen, I, well, the old saying goes, there's there ain't much difference between a million and five million, but there's a lot difference between a million and broke. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've been broke many times and, uh, I'm doing well, I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm doing okay now, you know, I'm, uh, I fought back. I, I, I did it all on my own with nobody's help. Uh, I put myself in a position to, uh, to, uh, be out of debt pretty soon. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I decide, I, I also, I put myself first, you know, every year I always would win a hundred thousand and pay 75 to somebody. You know, then I'd lose two days in a row, and then I'd be on the broke again. Uh, this time, I decided uh, at the uh, end of the World Series of 2019, I wasn't going to pay anybody for a year. Uh, that worked out well for me, and uh, I'm able to pay everybody pretty much. So uh, I owed 783,000. I owe less than than 130 now. So uh, uh, can't complain. Things are well, and I'm going to keep them that way. So. That's it. That's good, man. It's great. To, I like the podcast, and uh, best of luck uh, at the World Series. And I don't know. If, I don't think I'm going to go this year. I think I'm going to skip a year. But uh, you know, best of luck out there. And and uh, you know, I'm rooting for you. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for calling in, and have a great weekend. Yep. All right. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Do I have Bitcoin? Yeah, I had Bitcoin at twenty-seven bucks a coin in twenty twelve. How'd I do? Uh. All you motherfuckers called me a Ponzi scheme and a thief, and I got out of it. I don't want to talk about Bitcoin. It's ridiculous. Hello, this is Stuart. Stuart, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good, man. What's going on? Hey, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have much to say today. Except uh, I just wanted to thank you for, you know, when you start your show off every time with uh, do it live, yeah. do it live, or on the call-in section where you say, if you're a snowflake or a pussy, nothing makes me laugh harder. Well, I can be in the worst mood like I was today. And when that comes across, I don't well, care Look, at, look at the world we live in, man. We live in a world of pussies. <laughs> I mean, we live in a world where they're trying to feminize every fucking male. I mean, like, oh, toxic masculinity. Oh, he said this. Oh, Dr. Seuss is racist. Oh, Oh, uh, Pepe Le Pew uh, sexually assaulted that female cat. I mean, what the? Who gives a fuck? It's a fucking cartoon, you know? It's yeah, like. It is. You know, in Illinois here, I had to put a sign on the washrooms. You know, we have a ladies' room and a men's room. Mm. And I had to put a sign up there, which basically allowed anybody in either one. Just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're all fighting for. I mean, look at this world. I mean, Trump had the the border completely secure. Biden takes over and says, "Everybody come in," and every all the fucking cartels are illegal are, are putting millions of kids across the. It's just like, and they're like, "That's not liberalism. That's just not. That's disgusting." It's like, like, like. I mean, the liberals are crazy as it is, but like, to th- these aren't people in need. These are people trying to fucking just. Come into the country and, and don't give a fuck, you know. I just, I don't even, I don't want to get going. Well, half the time they 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 let their prisoners loose. They let them come up here. What they're doing, having to deal with them listen, down there. I've said it before. I'll say it again. People ask me, 
why do I support the Republicans? It's not, I don't. I think the Republicans are fucking just as bad as the fucking Democrats. But one side at least wants to secure the country. <laughs> one side at least wants to help in, jobs with minorities and, and, and make better. The other side wants to, like, bring anybody in and don't give a fuck about our country. I mean, just, like, get the homeless people off the streets. Get everyone a job before they want to bring in all the strangers. Once they do that, they can bring in as many people as they want. I wouldn't give a fuck, you know. But that's why uh, the, I, 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 the Trump movement of America First was, you know, I, I was kind of the same thing. I'm sick of fucking the census wars. I'm sick of the bullshit. You know, I'm just like, let's let's get everybody to work in this country. We're the richest country in the world. Nobody should be living in poverty. You know, let's help education for the blacks and Latinos. Let's make uh, education better. Let's. Let's get them out of the ghettos and get them with a better life before before we worry about every party from every other country. You know, so yeah, I agree. You know, I, I like I like Phil Helmuth. I know he's your buddy, but you know his buddy Pritzker is questionably the worst governor in the history of governors. Listen, and, he's uh, not. He's top four worst. Now, when I bring this up to Phil, he goes crazy. You know, he's like, "Don't say shit about my friends." I'm like, well, your friend's the worst governor and the third worst. Okay, the worst governor by far is Gavin Newsom. Okay, the second worst governor is Whitmer. Like, why are the top four worst governors in the United States all Democrats? Ask yourself that question. Well, I mean, so you have the the governor Newsom's the worst. Whitmer's the second worst. Cuomo's the third worst and then Pritzker. Uh, or Pritzker, then Cuomo. I mean, they're both terrible. I mean, during the whole pandemic, they, they they gave that motherfucker an Emmy. They let him write his own book, How to Fucking Kill Everyone in a Nursing Home and Fucking Sexually Assault Every Girl I See. Now, in all fairness, see, because this is how I tell you, I'm not a partisan. Uh, I don't believe the women accusing Cuomo of sexual assault. Just like I didn't believe the ones accused Trump of sexual assault. Okay, as soon as Trump talked about grabbing by the pussy, 14 women came forward. Guy had been in the public eye for fucking 35 years. Not one person ever accused him of sexual assault. Well, they want Cuomo out, okay? They have the nursing home scandal. It's going to hurt the, the Democrat Party. He grew to fame, and he got really powerful, and they're worried about him beating out Kamala for in 2024. So they got to take him out. So I don't believe the sexual assault shit against Cuomo. I do believe the nursing home shit that happened. And uh, but they're politicizing it to get him out. Everything's about politics. Everything. There's a reason why if the Democrats eat their own. They're eating their own for a reason because they never eat their own. They always stick together. So, uh, they're, they're, you know, that's what it is. You know, they're eating. They're eating him for for political purposes. They know that uh, that's it. I don't believe any of the women with the I mean, what, this guy's been in public life he's like third or fourth term. Uh, when, during the, the height of the pandemic, the whole world was praising him as the greatest governor in the world. I mean, wh- where were the, if, if they wanted to, wouldn't that have been a better time for all of them to come out with the sexual assault allegations when the whole fake news media was building Cuomo into this most incredible governor? Of course it would have. Why do they come out now? Ask yourself that because it's all bullshit. So I tell it like it is, you know. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, just I think, appreciate it. <laughs> I think the lies against, I think the Cuomo things are all politically motivated uh, to cover up for the nursing home bullshit. And, uh, and, and the fact that he, he, he was very powerful after uh, the March, April 
what happened in New York, and uh, they had to take him out to not be a threat to Kamala. So that's uh, my opinion. Uh, it, you could use it with a grain of salt. It's just the way I, I feel. So uh, I don't believe he did any of the shit he's being accused of. So anyway, that's my opinion. All right. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend, man. All right. Peace. All right. You too. Bye. All right. All right. All right. So let's take a call. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Welcome to the mouthpiece. You are fucking gone. You hung up on me and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Uh, Whitmer. What's up? Hello? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on? Not much, man. What are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, I was listening to your Cuomo spiel. This is Mike, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you agree with me or no? Well, you left out. You left out Newsom, dude. He's a shitty governor. What no. What do you mean? I had him ranked number one. He's the worst. You didn't hear me. Okay. Oh, lower the volume you. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, Newsom is number one worst by far. It's not even close. I mean, um, what's funny is. You got the Democrats, you got people like Bernie Sanders. Oh, it's a fucking Republican hit job on Gavin Newsom. This is so unfair for a guy that did so much. Okay, how come that I have about 50 Democrat friends that live in California who hate Gavin Newsom more than anybody they've ever known? Okay, so it's not a Republican hit job. He's hated by every fucking Democrat in California. So well, anybody who fucking knew anything about San Francisco, they, he should have never been the governor. No he, shit. He ruined that fucking place. Well, just like just like Gascon, they snuck Gascon in as the attorney general of California so he could push these crazy leftist policies to let every murderer and rapist out of jail. I mean, that's really bad, you know. No, so. I hear you. That, the Gascon thing, that, that's honestly, the people that fucking put him in this position... It wasn't the voters. Let's just be real. No, it was, it was fucking, fucking uh, Soros' crowd that got him in. Okay, you know? so these people put him in fucking place, and everything was cool until motherfuckers were sitting there getting robbed in Beverly Hills for their $400,000 watches. Yeah. Once it hit home, then then everybody wants to recall this guy. Yeah. It's, well, it's nuts, listen, look, look, they snuck fucking de Blasio in as mayor of New York. Okay, the guy's the That's worst mayor that name. ever lived. Okay, they do. See, the thing is in these, I, this again, I, I'm new to politics and I just learned this. It's like in these mayor and governor in the mayor races, they, they're, they're like second hand. They don't, they don't elect them the same time as governors and senators and they elect them in off elections and people don't go out to the polls and it's some fucking low lowlifes, the mayor and destroying shit. I mean, this de Blasio is the worst mayor in history in New York and this uh, governor Newsom is the worst. Governor, maybe the in the history of the world. True. I don't know. I don't know all the sources, but I know from what I understand, De Blasio is not even his real name. He changed his name to like appeal to. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, go look at uh, what's his name again. Uh, yeah, and he was like a in a, in a Marxist movement. Uh, what's his name? Uh, but he had some fucking. He was like pushing Marxist leftist far left policies his whole life, and he was for him to, to change his name. I guess in two thousand one. Uh, did you get it? I forgot it. Are you looking at it? Uh, up? 
Uh, I mean, I got it right here. I mean, it's like, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I've said it many times. Uh, yeah, the point, I mean, I get it. It's just, the, the whole thing is all fucked up, but nobody really cared about the blahs, or not yeah. fucking the blahs. You know, Warren Wilhelm Jr. Warren Wilhelm Jr. So is his uh, real name. Yeah. If you look up, if you look up about this Warren Wilhelm Jr., like he fucking was following some really far left Marxist movements for like two decades. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how he even got in, you know. Uh, so in 2002, he changed his name uh, to Will Warren D. Bellasio Wilhelm, and then he changed it again to Bill De Blasio in 2003. Uh, he's a, he's the worst. I got, man I got I got I got a question for you, Mike. Maybe you want to fucking join in on this thing. Me and a couple of friends of mine, we got we got this thing going where we're putting in money every month. We don't believe that that Biden's going to make the full four fucking years, right? Full years. So I got. Going. I bet ten thousand. He don't make it a year, which is going to be a losing bet. And I bet another twenty thousand. He don't make it four years. So here's a mistake I made when I made the one year bet on Biden. Okay, is if if cunt face. And if people don't like her, me calling her cunt face, that's fine. Uh, I think she's the worst human alive, Kamala Harris. Uh, if cunt face is in, if if if, if um, Biden's there for two years and cunt face takes over uh, at the midterms, um, then she could go run for two more terms. So I didn't know that when I made the bet, or I would I'm, I'm never going to win the under one year bet. So. Um, uh, because of that, or I mean, I mean, because even if if Joe Biden is like in a comatose state, they'll just, you know, he they, he hasn't given a press conference yet. He hides completely. Oh, fuck, he's already there. He's yeah, in a comatose yeah. There. So so they'll just like even if no, I'm talking about if he's actually like in a coma, it'll be like that movie Dave where they had a a a, a double come in and pretend to be president, you know. <laughs> but that's what they would do. To, you know, because they they got to make sure that cunt face is able to to go with uh, two two years uh, and then another eight. So this is what they are. They're just corrupt politicians. You know, uh, camel toe. Yeah, we can call her camel toe instead of Kamala. There you go. But that's, that's a little bit sec- that's a little sexist. Uh, at least I, when I call her cunt face, it's just basically telling everybody what I, th- I think she's a horrible human being. You know what I mean? Well, she probably doesn't identify as any gender, so cuntface probably. Cunt well, she does. Like, uh, I mean, on her bio, you have her, the pronouns are in her name. It says him, her, or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what a pronoun fucking is with these people putting pronouns in their fucking name. He, her, him, he. Hi, ha. No, you're a fucking woman. And uh, just, I, I'm so sick of the gender bullshit. You know, it's like I have the only good thing. I saw this meme and it's fucking hilarious. But the only good thing about uh, the genderless bathroom mm-hmm. is we can all go in the bathroom and do coke together now. That's yeah. It. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, you know. And listen, I got no yeah. problems. I mean, we had a genderless bathroom at the World Series. You know, I walked in and females walk in. It's it's not it's really not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I mean, I sure don't want my 14 year old, 13 year old daughters having some guys with dicks running around in their fucking locker room in PE class in high school. That's for sure. You know, and I'm just, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I mean, maybe it sounds like I dislike people, but I don't, I'm just being, if I had a daughter, I, I just wouldn't, I'm sorry. And what's funny is, 
is all the people that that push for all the gender fluidity and all that bullshit, you know, I guarantee you they're not saying, oh, let, let, let this guy identifies as a, a female and, oh, I want that person in my daughter's PE class in high school. I guarantee you all those people on the Democrats don't even know what's going on because nobody does. That's why we have... That's why we have so many people that voted for a brain dead guy that couldn't put two sentences together. You know, uh, well, I don't believe they got 80 million votes, but, uh, you know, people can say whatever they want. They're like, oh, you only think the election was stolen because Trump says no. It's because, uh, I mean, Biden won one out of 19 bellwether states. Yeah, nobody who didn't win the maximum. Obama won 18 of 19. All you got to look at is, is all the. The trends, like like if you win this state, you always win the presidency. Like so, Trump won the most counties of any president in history, yet lost the election. He lost the election because yeah. the four biggest swing states: Milwaukee, um, Atlanta, Fulton County, Atlanta, the Michigan, and Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Uh, they had a four hundred percent increase, and nowhere else did they have any. Uh, so like that's that's why I think they stole it because it's all you it's just and they shut down the voting at 10 p.m. on election day. Why did all four of the swing states stop counting for an hour and a half on election day? I mean, it's, and they gave him Arizona in the first fucking two hours. It was you know even televised. Right. I mean, he had Arizona before. before and o'clock. and it was only like six thousand votes difference. I mean, you're talking about. Uh, I'm sorry, but 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 poker players want to say, well, look at the science, look at the math. Oh, uh, Mike Postle cheated. Mike Postle cheated. Just look at the math. He couldn't have won that much. And they're all convinced he cheated. Uh, I'm not that convinced. I mean, unless you want to show me proof. Uh, and uh, but 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 on the presidential election, when you show everybody the math of why there's no way Trump could have lost. They're like, oh, that's because they spent all the advertising on the four swing states. Well, that's just bullshit. They spent more advertisement in Florida. Right, right. But if you, if you get too much traction, man, you're going to end up fucking dead. You better be careful. Right. They, spent, they spent more money on Florida. <laughs> they spent more money on Florida than the other four swing states combined, and they got the shit kicked out of them there. Okay? But see, that was early. Once they realized Trump was a lock to win, I mean, he went up to $5.65 favorite at 9 p.m. on Election Day. Okay? And all of a sudden, all the counting stopped at 10. And by 11.30, fucking uh, Biden got 99% of all the votes. And, and it's just, it's not possible. Okay? So when people want to say, I think that, oh, the only reason why I think they stole the election is because Trump said, no, I'm just going by math. Just all the poker players out there that, that talk about basic math, just go look up how many counties. Okay, Trump's the first president ever to increase his vote count from the four years earlier. And he sl- smashed it by like like 12 million votes. And he increased. I didn't vote for him the first time around, but I did the second. So yeah. there's one. For so me. <laughs> I just don't believe it. I believe they stole it with mail-in ballots. They're passing this HR one uh, voter reform, so they could use. Now they 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 hit gold with the mail-in ballots, and now they're just going to just send mass mail-in ballots to everybody in the country to vote, and then they're going to let them. Vote. They say, "Oh, well, you're going to have to have a signature." They're not. They didn't signature check the last ones in four years. In 2020, what do you think? In 2024, 2022, they're going to signature check? Give me a break. 
Give me a, you know, you have to check everyone by hand, okay? They just, they're just, they didn't do it. And they're not, and they're just going to keep stealing. Ele- I don't believe a Republican's ever going to win an election again. But, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, this is my opinion. We'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see. So, listen, I get fired hey, when, up in uh, politics, so. I don't know if you know this, but we're going to be up there in a few weeks, and I think uh, you have a foosball game with my buddy Pete. So, uh, maybe okay. I'll see you. All right, man. Uh, uh, direct message me on Twitter. I'll uh, Maybe I'll meet you up, so. Sounds All right, good, my man. man. Take care. All right. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Anyway. Uh, you know, the reason why, John, you think Trump's Supreme Court said they have no merit, it's not, it's just like because they wanted to overturn the whole election based on a few results, and that's not the way. They went about it the wrong way. So. Hey there. Hey, welcome to Mouthpieces, Mike. Hey, Mike. My name's Luke. How are you doing, brother? Luke, man, where are you from? Um, I'm from Philadelphia originally. I live somewhere else, but in this world today, I'm not going to tell you. All right. Sounds good. Um, cool, Manny. I just wanted to let you know, I think you're setting a great example, even if that's not a very popular opinion. It's okay. You know, speak in your mind. Yeah. And also, you know, finding games you got edge in, finding good spots, making a living. This isn't the poker popularity contest. Exactly. Just good job, man. Seriously. You know, that's, listen... My whole um, life, I challenged everybody head up, three handed, and uh, I and I won most of the time. But in 2021, where there's a lot of great poker players, uh, poker isn't about seeing whose dick's bigger, uh, challenging the best players. Uh, you know, where Daniel likes to say, "Oh, well, Phil doesn't play the high rollers. If he played all the high rollers, he wouldn't be the best." Blah blah blah. Well, poker's about playing people. The thing is about poker is poker is about playing people you're better than. And that means if you have to drop down in limits, whatever it takes to put yourself in position where you're always the best player. And uh, that's what poker is. It's about making money. It's not about trying to see whose dick is bigger, who's better when, I mean, there's probably, I don't know if there's 100, but let's just say there's 50 that probably play no limit hold them better than I do now. But guess what? If we played every fucking day, it would take 10 years to show that small difference between the great, the best, best, and the ones that are just real good. And so, um, you know, in a a 25K um, format, uh, that's a pretty good sample size of head up. And you'll know know pretty much who's better, you know. But even then, uh, you don't have to. Uh, maybe 50,000, yeah. but, but it doesn't really matter. It's not about, it's, I don't want to know if I'm better than, than, uh, than the next guy. I just, I, I played with two people three years ago, two and a half years ago at the LAPC. It was actually, uh, 2018. So three years ago now, uh, I played with two people. I, when I finished 24th, who I felt were better than me. And, uh, uh, one was James Campbell. The other one's Darren Elias. And I played with them uh, the last two days. Uh, and uh, I didn't play with anybody else who I felt were better than me. Everybody else I thought I was still better than. And uh, and that's what me playing No No Limit in, a, in like a year. So, um, and now I've played a lot since then. So I, I don't really have cool. to, 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 to guess. Uh, you know, yes, there's probably a lot more than that that are better than me. But it's, again, it's only going to show over a long period of time. You take the best player in the world versus a great player 
And uh, it, it's just going to take 10 years to show if they're both playing the same amount of tournaments now or even cash games. Now, I don't play full time because of my, um, uh, you know, my injury. It's hard for me to get out of the house. Uh, COVID's actually been real good to me. Uh, it allowed me to play in a lot of good uh, home games where I was able to make money and uh, get my life together. But, uh, you know, it's just not the, the casinos are. You know, unless you're in the private games, they're just they're not good anymore. So um, it's not easy to make a living playing poker. And uh, I've never worked in my in 25 years, and I I owe almost nothing, and I'm doing well. So uh, and that's counting the fact that I went through seven million betting sports, another four million staking people. Uh, you know, I've gone through probably 15 million and all kinds of bullshit, and I'm. Uh, I'm still doing well, so uh, you know, and I and I play and I have to play with the, in, in debilitating pain every day. So uh, I be, I beat I still beat the best players in the world in debilitating pain every day. I've got 23 out of 56, 54 caches with eight final tables in the last uh, three years at the World Series of Poker. Last two and a half years. So uh, so what does that tell you? And that's uh, and I don't even play full time. So. Uh, they play more tournaments a week than I do a year. Uh, so again, you can't teach yeah. feel. Yeah, you cool, can't man. teach talent. Uh, and uh, the difference between me and Phil is I actually listen to what the young generation has to say. I listen to a little bit of the GTO, bet sizing, uh, uh, flatting, and spot. I, I listen to all that. Uh, so I use my talent to go along with uh, what a lot of the new generation has put it into their game, and uh, that's kept me right at the same curve as everyone else where Phil thinks he knows it all and refuses to work on his game. And I think I think that's where everybody's, like, harassing Phil. They're not harassing Phil for his talent. They're harassing Phil because he doesn't put any work to become better. And uh, uh, and unfortunately, I, I actually kind of agree with these people. So, um, uh, but that doesn't... I still think that... Uh, uh, when, when Phil says he's the GOAT, uh, if you go over the last 20 years, now that doesn't mean he's the best no-limit player in the world right now, but he'll even admit it that he's probably not, okay? But if you go by the GOAT and you go over the last 20 years, he's, he's proven it. So uh, for people to just keep bashing him, that's just jealousy. That's all, you know. I, I hear you, man. And, you know, you don't have to go play Steve Chidwick or whatever. This isn't happening yeah. theoretically. I like, mean, yeah, exactly. You're I don't, out there finding games. And I, don't need, games. I don't need to play uh, Fetter, Chidwick, uh, James Carroll. I, I mean, I don't need to play uh, Darren Elias. I don't need to play these best players every day, you know? It's, uh, you know, Jason Coons of the world, you know? But, I mean, uh, yeah. you don't, you just don't. It's just, poker's not about that. It's about getting invited to a, a, a private game and you being the best player of the top three and winning the money. Uh, it's about showing up oh, and winning man. the money. That's all it's about. Anybody that thinks it's about anything else just is dumb, okay? Poker is about winning the money. And, uh, yeah, Daniel's got all the money already, so so he thinks it's about playing the best, but it's just not. It's about getting your yeah. ass out and uh, showing up to play poker, and when you're in the game, you're the best player. And if you're not the best player, you're three of the For top sure. nine. Sure. That's all it's about. It's about nothing else. You know, uh, you know. So shifting gears, is there a fight? you talking about maybe getting vaccinated next week. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree with everything you're saying, for the yeah. record. But, yeah. you know, man, I know you got you got a lot of people in your circle 
telling you what they think and so forth. But you know, let me tell you a quick story about a conversation I overheard in this very progressive place I live. Mm-hmm. Was somebody talking to a Zoom class online, and one person was really excited. They just got the vaccine. Uh, another person excited they're going to get it, and they're all reassured. Oh, I think you'll be fine, person talking. And this is where it gets a little trippy, Mike, because they don't mean A, I think as though A, I've gathered in, excuse me, A, I've gathered information that makes me believe this. And they also don't mean B, I've got a feeling about it. I've got faith. They basically mean that's what my friends are saying. That's mm-hmm. what the TV is saying. Exactly. Whereas you and I, and then they all say the same shit, you know? Well, that's... As soon as you, as, and you know this, as soon yeah. as you go against the narrative... Five years ago, they said Alex Jones. Now they say QAnon, and then the conversation has nothing to do with that. Exactly. So like, you and I both. Know I didn't even know what QAnon was. mRNA vaccine. Yeah, I didn't even know yep. what the QAnon was until they brought it up at the the debate. Yeah. And I follow the far. I follow a lot of right wing people. You know, I just like the Democrats know more about QAnon than I do. You know, yeah. Yep. I mean, do exactly. I believe? Exactly. A, I believe a lot of that QAnon stuff, but I don't believe in the the whole uh, the ritual and the blood drinking and all that. But do I believe that these high level Democrats are pedophiles? Yeah, but do I believe there, there's also high level Republicans, Democrats that are that are pedophiles? Yeah, I believe people in high places are pedophiles. They fucking when they got money, they think they could get away with shit, you know. So, but it's nothing to do with. I don't believe in. Uh, I, I mean. Do I, I mean, do I believe the election was stolen? Yeah, but I believe it was stolen because I look at the science. I look at the fucking math. You know what I'm saying? Look at the math. Look at how many bellwether counties Trump won. Look at all, just look up comparisons. And no president in history has ever won that many bellwether counties, that many uh, uh, all-around counties, uh, increased their vote, and and lost an election. And you're talking about the, 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 um, the Republicans, which were supposed to lose 10 extra seats to the House, won every toss-up seat there were. They won 15 out of 15. So do you really think that uh, they, they they held every chamber uh, and the only one they lost, they lost the Senate in a runoff and somehow the, these other people got 250,000 more votes? No, they stole it with mail-in ballots. They stole the Senate. They stole the fucking presidency. And I'm not going to change you my know, mind. Now, now, am I glad Trump's out of office? Yes. Okay. For, more, for, for, for two reasons. One, he fucking was, he just, there was two, he wasn't a good leader. Okay. And, and when people want to say, uh, negative things about Trump, I'll say, if you tell me he wasn't a good leader, I'll say, yeah, I agree. He showed a lack of leaderships during the pandemic where people were hurting and people were scared and he did not show any compassion. And uh, there comes a time that you have to be uh, a human being and you need to show compassion. And he just wasn't a good leader. And I don't believe he should be in office. Okay. But he didn't lose the election. I mean, I just don't no, believe it. Uh, okay, you're not basing this on all the all the things you just outlined are a good starting point. But mm-hmm. we can just go to a straight up statistical analysis of what happened Correct. and show you that it's impossible. Right. Lost the all, all anybody who you wants know? to say, well, uh, the court said this. No, the court just said they didn't have a valid case to overturn the election. They didn't have enough proof. Now they've showed like. 
about 5,000 cases of fraud, and they believe, well, if I show 5,000 cases, there's probably 50,000 cases. So if you look into these, then we can start looking into the other ones. And they didn't want to do it because guess what? The Republicans wanted Trump out as bad as the Democrats did. And yeah, that's so, the, Mike, I, you, know. you know, this is why I called it. This yeah. kind of thought process that the left is using or that people who just have, have an uninformed opinion is using. That's what they do. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, it's not actual thought. So, again, I wanted to talk about the vaccine because, you know, we hear these people say shit like, oh, well, what about polio? Or, you know, or I get the flu shot and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas you and I, not based on what we read on you know, if we not on an anonymous messaging board, we right. know the difference between an mRNA experimental vaccine yeah. and those other things. Yeah. So just don't let people bully you into making that medical decision. Because, and I'm not telling you not to do it. It's up to you. But well, people are talking all this sense to you. I mean, just saying, the guy, this is what my friends are saying. Yeah, the guy who you know? runs uh, World Series of Poker uh, and does all the poker go stuff, Maury Escondidi. Um, we, we talked for like an hour yesterday and he has done a lot of research into the vaccine way more than I have and, uh, explained to me why it's safe and why we, everybody needs to take it. And he's not a, you know, uh, I, I don't want to say what what political affiliation is, but it's not, he, you know, I'm saying he's not on the far left. left. Yeah. It's not a right left thing. And he said, he truly believes that the country's better off if we all get the vaccine. Now, my brother who, who, who trades in medical bio stocks, he wants me to wait a year. I don't want to wait a year. He wants my mom to wait a year. My mom's 82. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, she doesn't need to wait a year, Scott. Like how long do you think she's going to be alive for? You know what I'm saying? It's like, give her, you know, like why does she doesn't need to be never leaving the house at her age and getting depressed because she's not around her friends enough. Uh, when she could just take the vaccine and chances are like 99.9% have no problem. You know what I mean? So, okay. Well, listen, I'm saying, and I, you know, I got to let you go with this and I appreciate the time, but you know, your brother, he's an expert on this, right? Just, just stick with, stick with empirical knowledge and what, you know, because we know the science. Listen, if I didn't have, if I didn't have underlying conditions, if I didn't have underlying conditions, I would, if I'm under 50 with in good health, you couldn't put a gun to my head to take the vaccine. Are you crazy? Yeah. Like, so like these I'm people saying, who are I'm 35, saying. 40, 32, 20 uh, that are taking the vaccine that are healthy. Why? why? I mean, you're talking about they're very healthy people that probably won't get it anyways. And, you know, in, in another three months, the va- the everybody, the, 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 the disease is going to be you'll be the chances. It's like getting the flu. I mean, probably less. Yep. You probably got a better, you'll have a better chance yeah, dude, of getting I the mean, flu. Uh, they, they've been bullied and traumatized into that viewpoint, you know? Yeah. And you and I both know that. So I'm just saying, make this decision for yourself. Yeah. Be smart about it, because this isn't some general concept of vaccine for COVID. This is exactly the situation right now. Which absolutely. Is precise, no, absolutely. You know, and, I, and like I said, if, your own ass be smart, you if, know, I didn't have right, un, if I didn't have good. the underlying conditions and the health problems I deal with, there's zero chance I would take the vaccine. I just zero. I, I couldn't even, to me, I couldn't even fathom being 35 or less or 40 and less and in good yeah. shape yeah. and getting the vaccine. I just, there's no, there's just no reason for it, you know? 
Well, I'm saying that's because you and I are still capable of critical thought, even on these highly charged emotional subjects. Correct. And these people aren't, man. No, and that's could, why I wanted you, to call. You, you hit you it know. right on the nose. All the people on the left, okay, are they? It's all groupthink. It's all what the fucking yeah. media tells them. And guess what? Before I knew anything about politics. I thought our media was sensationalized everything. I had zero idea, and this is where I'll give Trump a little credit, is I had no idea our media is completely corrupt. Like, it's all propaganda. Everything they say on CNN, MSNBC is all propaganda. Even NBC Nightly News is all far-left propaganda. You know what I'm saying? You could could do the exact opposite of what they say and about a higher average, but I I understand why that's really hard to swallow for yeah. people and you know and, and we're like terrorists and racists and misogynists for even thinking this shit which but of that's course is, that's again that's the fucking media but, pushing a narrative that white supremacists yeah, are out just burning down the country and it's just not factually true i mean they fucking unboarded the federal courthouse in portland and they burned it down two nights ago where's the insurrection where's insurrection that's true insurrection. Well, this is double standard. This is triple standard. There ain't no insurrection. So, I mean, obviously, I'm on board with that. But yeah. I got a lot of compassion for where everybody's coming from on this. And I'm Me not too. talking down to them when Me I too. say that. No, I agree. I understand why that's it's tough for them to just admit. Because if they admit one thing's off, then that has to mean there's something wrong on a larger scale. Well, exactly. And I can that's, understand why people and, aren't down to go there. And you just so, and I don't it, mean that in a yeah, condescending way. And you I hit it. Yeah, you hit you it know? right on the nose too. If if they were to show that five thousand votes were illegal, now they have to go down the big path and find where all the real illegal votes were. So that's why the courts yeah. just said, you know what, there's not enough here to overturn the election and we'll just gonna let it go. But you hit it right on the nose. If you if you start digging into the smaller stuff, you're gonna dig into the big stuff. So you know. Yeah, for sure, man. So just just cover your own ass, be smart. And, you, you know, know I've been saying for a couple of weeks I'm going to get that that shot, but you know, uh, you know, we'll see how if I'm able to keep making money uh, in, in some of these private games. You know, I, where I don't need to leave the house, I really, uh, I really got no interest in. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I really want to be able to play some more live poker. Text you a link, a link to a video to check out about that. You okay. know, I'm just trying to help anybody uh, not not make an uninformed decision about this. Cause, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, thanks for talking. You know, we got this. It's going to be all right. You're doing a great job. I hope you have a wonderful day. Now. You too, my man. Thanks for calling. Peace. Take care. You got it. Later. Take care. Oh, yeah. Good talk. Good talk, man. I like talking with people that have common sense, people that aren't sheep, that just listen to what the media tells them. Hey. Yeah, welcome to, mouth, welcome to mouthpiece is Mike. What's going on? Lower your hey, volume. Up, man. Thanks for talking. Yeah. Lower your volume. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was talking about, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. You know, I, I play a little bit I, at the low level and all that. But, right. uh, you know, I, I've read your stuff and all that. And, all, you know, and I like your politics and all that. But uh, one of the things poker players have never done is, is really expound on taxes, how it affects the game of poker, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't want to deal with it. And, uh, and, you know, you go into a tournament and y'all put in, you know, a bunch of people put in a bunch of money 
10,000 bucks, whatever the big tournament, whatever tournament it is. And then at the end of the tournament, what does the government do? Yank, the government yanks out about what, 30, 30, 35, 40% of the money? I and owe, that money I owe the government a lot of game. money right now. So you're, you're, t- you're at, yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I had to and, get my, and, know, and, and, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, you know, a few years ago, you remember Billy Baxter, right? Yeah. He's one of my good friends. The poker player. Yeah. He was yeah. One. Okay. Well, he went, he went to court and had his income determined that it was to be treated as any other income and you couldn't tax it higher or lower. I just want my income to be treated. Yeah. The same way as anybody yeah, else's he, income. He told the whole and what, story. Whatever, and I've, huh? He was on my show. He told the whole story about how he went to bat for everybody back years ago. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, you know, due respect to the guy, what he didn't do, okay, he didn't, he didn't go back and really examine what what really income is. What it, what is exempt income, taxable income. And the, and the poker players, they, they, they bail out on it. They don't want to go in and, and look into the 16th Amendment. Congress has the power to lay and collect a tax and income from whatever source derived. Okay, constitutional terms is income, has to be constitutionally defined. And sources is a constitutional term. But none, nobody wants to go to bat. I've been down this road. I pay my taxes and all that. But I went, when I was a kid working for $1.80 an hour, you know, like 50 years ago. Yep. I went in and asked the guy, I went in and asked him, how can you take that, the taxes? I was making a buck 80, taking home $60 and they took $12 a week out of my pay. Yeah. You know, so anyway, I go, I go into, to, uh, the counting. I say, I'm a young kid. I'm 16. I said, I, I said, could you explain to me why you, you take the taxes out and can you show me kind of a roadmap of, what you do to determine what, you know, how you tax it and all this stuff. Well, and they said, they said, they said, no, I'm not going to talk to you. So when I got older, you know what I did? I hired an attorney to have me, have him explain it to me. And he said, look, it's a game you'll never win because you know what? None of it's taxable. When you get down to it, why do they go through the whole rigmarole? Have you signed a 1040 form declaring what your income is? It's a scam, is what it is. 100. percent But that's what the government. It, and, you know, and you know that the government's a scam. So you know uh, exactly. They 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 scam everyone's way, money you, so they could give it to all their to all their friends and all these other people so they can uh, so they can so they can win elections. Everything's about winning elections. See, I didn't know all this. Then when I became political, and this is on both sides of the fence, not just the, the Democrats, but both sides, they, uh, they, uh, you know, they use tax and tax breaks to their friends. So all the rich friends gets tax breaks. All of us fucking peasants have to fucking pay taxes, and uh, and then all the money goes to whoever they need the most to win elections, and uh, that's right. uh, just what they do. Well, and I, people want if people well, want to, I don't know. If people want to want to doubt what I'm saying, they could call me and debate me because I know it's for fact, you know. So. Well, I I was in a I was in a court case and I had to go back to Washington D.C. and I can't uh, was a uh, uh, you know. Well, anyway, my my lawyer said you know I was uh, basically saying somebody didn't pay taxes, a corporation, blah 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 blah. 
And he says, you bring up taxes in this case, you'll blow the whole fucking case. Yeah. So, and, and it's the truth, you know, and you go back to slavery and all this stuff about slavery. What was that? That slavery was an economic benefit to certain people. Yeah. And so when that benefit, that benefit left when they supposedly were free, they were never freed, black people. Mm-hmm. And I was never freed. Yeah. I mean, I, I am, I am, I, I am what they call a United States 14th Amendment citizen. I used to be a constitutional citizen, mm-hmm. United States citizen, but they changed the status by playing with the words. And mm-hmm. see, when I talk, I know I'm probably, you know, you don't understand what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is they play games with us so you don't know what, you, you can't ever, redress of your grievances is never going to happen. Yeah. They've got us corralled to where they want us. Yeah. Whether you, what you think or what I think doesn't matter, or what black people think doesn't matter. Doesn't. You know what I mean? They want us just pay your pay your fucking taxes and shut the fuck up. That's it. That's what they want. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in the whole country. They're like, shut up and obey, and shut up and obey, and tell us what. I mean, look at that fucking speech Biden gave the other day. Like, how out of touch was that speech? Like, if you do what we're told, you'll be able to 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 have a gathering with your family, not a large gathering, but a small gathering on the 4th of July. Does he realize that we've all been gathering with our friends for the last six, seven months? I mean, that's just go Like, how out of touch are they? Like, just because these, these blue states have closed outdoor dining and told you you can't do anything, destroyed millions of businesses... Because that's what the governors did. I mean, people people have been living their lives for the last six months. It's not like uh, I mean, I got people yeah. come over. I don't worry about when people come over. You know, it's like so. Just how out of touch was that whole speech? It was just it was dark and it was so not. It was just like so bizarre and just like to sit there and the lies he made up. Like, we didn't have enough vaccine. They had plenty of vaccine. They didn't, like, the Trump administration, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't even have a vaccine. I mean, Operation Warp Speed got it out in a year. So, I mean, to sit there and just make up the shit he made up and make, you know, if he wanted to, you know, that's the thing. If they really want unity, he would have gone up there and say, I want to thank the Trump administration for working so hard on Operation Warp Speed to get the vaccine out. That's what he would have done in a speech. Instead, he went up there with lies. You know, but that's what they do. That's why when people talk about, oh, well, Trump lied. Trump lied. But Trump didn't lie any more than any other politician does, you know? So, whatever. Yeah. What hey, did you uh, did you ever know, uh, did you ever hear of a guy named Erwin Schiff? Mm-mm. What is he wrote? He wrote eight books about uh, about taxes. And I moved to Vegas in uh, 87. I lived out here uh, 15 years. And he turned out to be, uh, you know, my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know who the hell he was, you know, and I go, and so I, I talked to him one day and he handed me a couple of his books and I, I read them. And then he was, he was on a radio show with, on KLAV radio in the eighties. And he was there for about four or five years and he did, it was all on taxation and all this other stuff. The guy was pretty intelligent, devout, devout Jew. I mean, this guy was about as devout as you can get. And what they did was he spent the last 13 years of his life in a federal penitentiary over taxes. His, bro- his, his son is Peter Schiff. His son was a CNN correspondent on, uh, on CNN for many years, and he, and he supported his dad but said his dad, uh, you know, did not pay taxes 
for various reasons. But he said, you know, basically, he said that uh, I agree with my dad's position. I know he can't win. That's why I pay taxes. And they kind of axed him for that position on CNN. And I, I talked to him one time. And I'm just saying that, you know, it's a rigged system. You know, there's no way. I've talked to, I've talked to accountants. I've talked to lawyers. And they said, it's a rigged system. They will not let you win. So that tells you where we're at. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, I also think that, uh, um, you know, uh, I believe if you make less than 100000 a year, you should never pay taxes. That's just my opinion. You know, I don't know why they want to tax a person who makes 60000 a year and take like a third of their money. I, I never understand that. Well, you, you get down to the, the real nitty gritty of it. You have to go, you have to look into, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's, it's all, the, the laws are in the regulations and the statutes. And the regulations give meaning to the statutes. And when you go in there and you find out, you start doing a little asking questions, what's the difference between taxable income and non-taxable income? Then it gets real dicey, and then everybody out there gets lost. 99.9% of the people get lost, and that's where they get you. Once you're lost, you're now a slave. And, you know, once you're lost in the weeds, and that's, that's how they've really captured all of us. We've got lost in the weeds. We're, we're basically idiots. We don't have the ability to ask the right question to question the authority. And the authority knows, doesn't want to deal with those questions. And what they do is they ignore you. And if you fuck with us, we're definitely going to fuck with you. And they do. And I've seen people that fuck with them, and they fuck with them. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's no, there's no, nothing in this country has to do with anything about freedom. It is non It's about control. In this it's about country. control. It's about control. It's about media manipulation. That's why I tell everybody, one of my, and I, and I talk to my friend Ashley every day. She's a Democrat and she's, uh, she's pretty far left, but we talk about issues and we talk about uh, things to make the country a better place. And we both, we both say it all. This is our first thing we, the thing that we, we really agree on. And that is that the media is corrupt. Okay. And that they're like media shouldn't be CNN or Fox. Okay. All media, when you report the news, all should be truthful. Okay. On both sides. And unless we have a media that tells the truth. Okay. That's not a partisan hack. This is why we have a country. But, but then again, if you don't push far left lies or far right lies, you can't get your bases to come out and vote. So it's all about manipulating people's thoughts to get them to come out and vote, it just doesn't make sense to me. How could you, so so my favorite thing to say is until we get the media held accountable and we also put term limits on these corrupt politicians, nothing's going to change, okay? Why do we have to have more than than two terms in the House or, th- or two terms in the Senate? Okay, that's 12 and four. And let's get fresh faces in that'll get shit done. But all these corrupt politicians, they just... Get the money in their pocket. What do you think they're 83, 84 running for re-election? They're running in their 80s for re-election because they're corrupt. That's all. There's a, nobody. Listen, 
People, there's a, there's a, there, your retirement age in this country, 70. Yet we have these corrupt politicians in, in their 80s uh, running for office. They're just they're only because they're corrupt. That's all. They, they, they got it so good, they're afraid to die. They're like Bob Hope. Yeah, they got so much fucking money. They're afraid to and die, they're, and they're not going to overturn. They're not going to push for term limits because that means they're getting their corrupt ass out of fucking office. So, I mean, do you know that ninety percent of the country wants term limits? But see, it's not about the voters. It's about fucking them enriching their pockets, and uh, on both sides. So, but it's you know it's real important to just not like you just said, not pay attention to what the media is telling us. And just going over what what the truth is, you know. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm done. To, I just have to live my life day to day. I can't go out and uh, espouse anything because I know they knock on your door. If you get if you get a little bit of a following for some sort of uh, uh, some something, you know, you have a thing and you're trying to attract people into a forum and a, or a steering committee, and it goes against them, um, they will come and talk to you. I know that for a fact. I know the guy. I know people that uh, did radio shows, and the government has come and talked to them. And you're going to say, "Well, this is conspiratorial." No, I, I know this for a fact. That if you answer, if you go bark up the wrong alley with these guys, and taxes is really their their power to get uh, is their is is how they get the money. The taxes is the mo- how they get the money to control us. But see, we don't have the ability to go in and question them about you take, you know, grabbing the taxes. And so they'll always be where they're at unless you, you fundamentally go after the situation and define what, what taxable, untaxable, what sources are, constitutional term of income. Income constitutionally was defined in a court case, and the court case said it's a corporate profit. Mm-hmm. Okay? I know that. It's a corporate profit. So when I go in and I take my labor and I go into work, I go in there and I give my private property my labor. What does the employer does? He gives me money, and I give him my labor. What what profits from that? What do I have to do? I have to declare that that money, and the employer gets to write it off. There's no no degree of fairness there. Well, how about how about not only that, right? Or declare it, and how about when they tax you? Then they tax you on everything else when you buy things. Like they tax your your fucking money like eight times. It's just so fucking well, bullshit. You know. Yeah, and another issue is how can England? You know, I'm not saying what to do with England, but England has declared that uh, money earned from gambling or uh, gambling income is not taxable. So how did they define it? How do they define income? But we define it a different way. But see, Americans in this country don't want to go down that road because a few of us have. We've gone down that road. Yeah. All right. And we've been threatened by the government. All right. All right. Well, listen, I got got some other callers, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. And thanks a lot. Okay. Peace. Yeah. Take care. Yep. At least showed his passion. I like that. I like hearing people with their passion for shit going on. What up? Hey, Mike. Welcome to the mouthpiece. How's it going? Good much. What are you doing? Thank you, man. Uh, not much. I 
I thought this would be fun. I have a, a little list, uh, six names of people in poker, and I just was wondering if, uh, if you know, just name them and what, what the thoughts are on these people. Sure. What just popped in your head. Uh, Tony G. Piece of shit. <laughs> That's it, huh? Well, you said one word answer. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I'm not, well, well, I'm not, listen, I get along with Tony. I just don't think much of him as a human being, and I know a lot of bad things okay. he's done. So, uh, 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 listen, I got no problem with Tony. I just, I don't, I just, I'm not a big fan of a lot of things he's done. Has he grown okay. up? Has he become a better person? I don't know. I haven't talked to him in, I haven't talked to him in about eight years. So, you know, I don't know. But when so I last knew him, guy. I was a uh, big fan. Uh, Luke Schwartz. A lot of fun. Funny guy. Super funny guy. Yeah. Fun to play with. I like him. I got nothing bad to say about him. I think he's good for poker. Sammy Farhar. Piece of shit. Wow. He's a real piece of okay, shit, by uh, the way. Gen- he's, he's a world-class piece of shit. And I get along great with him, too. Really? I get along great with him, but he's just... Does, treats people very poorly, treats dealers poorly. Um, he's always treated me good, but he's hated by everybody in the poker world. Uh, he's not wow, well okay. liked. Yes, not very well liked. Nobody maybe, likes playing with him. Maybe that's why he's uh, disappeared off the face. Well, of the he's earth. in Houston playing in these big underground games in Houston. He's actually running a card club in Houston. Uh, he's doing pretty well. Uh, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's um, as a person. Uh, I'm not a, uh, I mean, I get along fine with him, but uh, he's he's very he's not well liked in the poker community. That's all I have to say. Okay, here's one that you probably like, uh, Jen Harmon. Um, Jen's great. You know, she uh, she gets emotional when she loses, uh, and sometimes acts like a two year old. But then, uh, whenever she gets out of line, she apologizes to the dealer or the table, and uh, she's a good person. You know, you know, listen, she, people are, poker's an emotional game. And a lot of times it'll make you say and do things you don't want or don't mean. But Jen's a very good person. I don't want to, I would never say anything bad about Jen. Okay. And here's a guy, he's kind of new. He does a poker vlog on YouTube. And uh, you've actually appeared in one of his uh, vlogs. I don't know if you knew it or not. Uh, Ryan Paulo. Who? Okay, so that, that that answers my question no, right there. It's a guy. You know, you know, it's a, who? Ryan DePaulo. I does, know Ryan LaPlante. Uh, Ryan DePaulo. Ryan? Ryan he does a gambling vlog on YouTube. Oh. Uh, He's he had won, some recent he won, success he won on something. from the uh, parking lot of a fucking grocery store. Oh, that guy. Ryan DePaulo. 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 He's the guy who won that tournament from the parking lot. Uh, oh, okay. He actually, uh, he actually videotaped you at a table, I think, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. A, a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, I heard about and, this guy. Uh, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know who he is though, so I can't say anything about somebody I know nothing uh, about. Okay, I just, I was, just, I wondering if you caught any of the stuff on YouTube. No. And then the last guy, uh, Doyle Brunson. Oh, Doyle's. I mean, Doyle's a good guy. I mean, we're I'm very good friends with him. Uh, I you know I really love his family. I love everything about him. You know, 
A lot of people say, well, Doyle in the old days was a rogue gambler. Him and Chip Reese, they cheated everybody, blah, blah, blah. What you got to understand, people don't understand that back in the old days of of uh, these little card rooms when they were growing up and if you didn't cheat, you could you you, you got beat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that like he did a lot of cheating, but I mean his that's what he told me. He's like Mike, you you, you couldn't you know that everybody was trying to get an edge. So uh, yeah. but that doesn't. I don't believe he's ever cheated uh, in the later in the last 25 years. You know, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's a good guy. I think one I think guy it, that probably one guy that probably looks at Doyle Brunson's fame and everything and goes, "Wow, that could have been me." I mean, and he was famous in his time. Was uh, Amarillo Slim? Well, Amarillo Slim uh, was, he was the most famous poker player in the world. Uh, Even when I got in in 1996, when I became a professional, he was the most famous poker player in the world. Um, He, uh, when he got accused of sexually assaulting his granddaughter, um, which if I'm not mistaken, he was cleared of, and I'm not positive on that, but I'm about 90% sure, uh, it took him down. Uh, and he was very depressed for the last 10 years of his life because he was so used to being in the public eye and he was without a right. doubt the most famous, he was the most famous poker player in the world from 96 yeah, till, yeah. uh, at least 2003. Johnny, yeah, Johnny, so Johnny until the poker yeah, boom, Carson. until the poker boom, yeah. he was the most poker, famous poker player in the world. And then that, uh, sexually saw the granddaughter thing came out and, and you could go look it up. I'm not positive, but I think he was cleared of it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, but that's right. what took him down. Uh, he was pretty upset wow, about it, wow. too. Yeah. Listen, so. thank you very much. I just wrote these names down real quick and wanted yeah. to call you. Maybe on your next uh, your next show, I'll have a, another list of uh, six players. But, Sounds um, great. I really appreciate it. We'll be here next week. Yep. Uh, uh, James Carroll is going to be on, and then Helmuth and Daniel the following week. So, uh, we'll okay, uh, cool. get some things to give, give us a call. All right. Thanks a lot. Yep. You Have got it. Peace. Thanks, Mike. All right. Very interesting. That's it. Great. So, um, you know, um, let's see what else is going on. So if you haven't signed up for my home game yet, we, uh, we got a hundred people on here now. We have, uh, probably a couple thousand. We'll be watching this tonight. Uh, uh, we have a hundred dollar tournament, uh, rake free, Every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Um, in my private home game, uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com, mouthpoker at yahoo.com. And if you join up and haven't joined my home game and you want to deposit and play in my private online home game, uh, put in on their mouthpiece podcast and uh, tell them uh, you'll get 250 bucks for 200 uh, in the private home game. Uh, it's really picked up uh, lately. Uh, the home game's been going now uh, a little over nine months, uh, which is uh, pretty good. Uh, we've had some low low spots uh, where we struggled. Uh, I had my Venmo hacked again, uh, and so I'm not going to be able to use Venmo anymore because it's the third time it's been hacked, and um, it's just been a nightmare. So... Um, you know, I try and uh, give people a nice online poker experience. I play about an hour a day every day. Uh, but right now we've had a 2-4 game going, a 1-2 PLO last day. Uh, we're, get, we're getting a hold of them in a PLO game going every day. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, the games are good. 
Uh, you probably won't find a softer game anywhere on the planet. We, uh, we don't allow any pros in our game. Uh, if they're any good at poker, we kick them out. So if you want to play in a 1-2 or 2-4, no limit or PLO, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. And uh, another episode's in the books. We'll be back next week uh, with poker superstar James Carroll. And uh, following week, uh, we'll have Daniel and Phil go at it and talk about their grudge match. That should be fun. We'll see you all next week. Uh, I'll uh, see you. Hopefully, I'll uh, be out of pain and it'll be a good week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good one. Peace. The mouthpiece.